0: Angel Benedict, of course, is uh, executive director of 630 Ched Satis Anonymous. She's joining us. Of course, now we're hanging out in your home. How you doing this morning?
1: Thank you so much for coming down. We love having you here.
0: We like being here. It's fun. It's nice to be within the, the venue, the, uh, the the feel. You get, you get a real good uh, feel for how things are, and it's busy.
1: It's very busy, and you're right, because when you're here, it's very tangible. Our program, we receive a toy, it goes into a gift bag, and then we provide it to a child. So whether when people come in to volunteer or just even see our depot, it's, you can really see the impact just right when you walk in. You see bins full of toys, you see uh, bookshelves full of books, you see stuffies, you see bags that are already done, but it, it's still not enough. It really isn't. Actually, you know, a volunteer said something this weekend, and it's true. He's like, as quick as you fill those bags, those bins are Mm emptying. And he was surprised. It was his first time here, and he was shocked to see how quickly that happens. And it's true because, you know, these bins, they look very full, but, you know, you can only, it's maybe 100 kids per bin, and we're serving over 20,000 kids. So it looks very impressive, but then there's also some bins that are getting very low. So that's why today's so important.
0: Well, let's focus in on the areas of need right now as we get into crunch time. a week and a half away from delivery days.
1: Infants. Infants. We are so low on toys for those kids that are under 12 months. So those are from whether they are one day old or, you know, right up to that 11 months old. We are down to our last bins. Um, And, you know, it's a hard age to buy for. And I know that. And I know that can be a bit tricky for folks. But, you know, we're really looking for those ones that say all ages, zero month plus, uh, three month plus, six month plus. Those are the toys that we are absolutely desperate for right now. Give me some examples. Rattles. Or just, you know it just rattles. Well and I think this is a thing for babies, it can be a bit basic, and I think sometimes people don't see that play value when they look at a rattle, or you know, I think of you know my kids when they were little and they had those little socks that would make noise that they'd put on their feet. That is very developmentally important for babies, and that is what they play with. Yeah. Um, so little things like that, or the things, those stroller toys, that brings an oh, okay. immense amount of joy to a child when they're out on a walk, or they're out for a car ride, so there's those things that can kind of hang from the top of their car seat. Those are a lot of fun for babies, or the crinkle books. Crinkle books mm. are the best thing and actually I was chatting with one of our former recipients who is now a physician and she said, developmentally, that is the number one thing an infant should have is, you know, those little books that when you feel them, they've got, you know, they, they make sounds, they can crunch in their hands. So those are really important. Because they too. can't get stuffies, right? Because there, there, there could there could be, you know, a little button that could come off and it's a choking hazard. Like You have to be very careful when we're talking about giving a toy to a baby. We are very careful. Um, we do make sure that it's always safe um, and we really rely on our manufacturers uh, to guide us in that. We do have some stuffies that that are all ages um, or even like zero or one plus. And we actually do separate those. So again, those elves, when those toys come in, they're doing a great job of making sure that the kids receive what they should be receiving. Mm-hmm. And so we actually do have very specific stuffed animals that go to those younger age groups.
0: I kind of wonder, because you get it in your mind when you're, you're giving a toy for, for six or ten cents Anonymous and you sort of you visualize the, the, that child unwrapping it. Maybe with infants, it's hard to... <laughs> the babies aren't unwrapping their own toys. Why is it important? Not to forget, the, the babies maybe are not getting that same experience as the older ones, but there's other members of the family they see it, and it's about making sure the whole family gets gets something.
1: Definitely. So kids, I think you know, equality is fairness for kids. My oldest is fiercely protective that her little sister gets what she gets, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. vice versa. Which you're right. So there is that piece. Um, you want the whole family to feel included, but then there is those developmental aspects. Like mm-hmm. even for a baby with a book, a lot of people say to me, "Well, what does a baby need a book for?" But there's those contrasting colors. So those books that have a strong black and a white mm-hmm. color to it that is something that a baby can see or just you know chewing on the side of a book is actually part of their literacy journey i'm
0: still stunned there's uh, just some information we were given that 25 percent of canadian households don't own a single book that stunned me to read that
1: it's ser- it, that's a very sad stat um because if you think about that, we then expect these kids to get to kindergarten and be mm-hmm. at the same level as those other children. And I truly believe, and I'm not i I'm not a literacy expert and I'm not an educator, no. but I also believe that if you can read, you can learn. Mm. And so, and when you talk to, you know, teachers in any school, not just the schools that are in areas that maybe have lower socioeconomic um, realities any school kids are often behind in reading and so if we can give them a book if we can spark a joy for in in reading with those these kids by just introducing them to it it's a win
2: part of what people do is donate the toys obviously but there's another uh, part of what edmontonians and surrounding area do and that's coming up in a week and a couple of days what's the process because there's so many people who i talk to who haven't volunteered on delivery day and kind of don't know what it's all about explain that process and and how people get involved in delivering or helping out in the warehouse
1: during COVID, we changed everything, and we found some slick processes that our volunteers love. So I encourage if you've not been out for years, definitely come back. And most people who come always come back, um, which is r- really phenomenal because I think that shows the impact,
2: right? Yeah. But we, I just want to say, like, from a because I I'm always a porter, right? And and from that perspective, we used to see people give them their bags and they'd be gone. But I kind of really like now how we're with them start to finish because and we get to talk to them and we get to hear some stories and we get to they introduce us to their kids or their grandkids who they brought with us, you know, they're third generation people who are doing this, right? So you, they come in, you greet them, you give them their parcels, and then you help them out to the car, and it's like it's like a complete, uh, you know, it's like a it puts a whole wrap on things, and I've enjoyed that the last couple of years so much more than than in the years past, just because you get to know the people who are coming in, they're not just another face.
1: Definitely. Well, our drivers, so we'll have a thousand drivers take out those bags, which is amazing to have that many drivers come through um, just over such a short, you know, it's a weekend over two days. And then Morley's the first one. He's the first one signed up as a porter every single year and does an amazing job. He works so hard. Um, but you're right because you get to go out and talk to the delivery drivers. Our delivery drivers have incredible stories. They've been doing this for decades, some of them. They've been doing it's intergenerational. They did it with their parents, now they're doing it with their kids. So but you're right. So there's you know there's a couple things that we need people for, delivery drivers. Mm -hmm. on the weekend and then porters those are kind of our two real critical areas that we're recruiting for right now so people can go online to santasanonymous.ca we have a description of what that role is we try to make it really easy we have a ton of fun and again you get to see what if you're delivering those toys you are santa that weekend to Mm -hmm. a child and when you're bringing those uh, toys out to somebody's car a You get to go inside and outside, so regardless of what the weather forecast is, <laughs> you do get to warm up, which is nice. Um, but you get to have those really enriching conversations and learn where people tell you about how they received and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool. And what about uh, wrapping? Are all the ki- are the are all the presents and the bags ready to go? Oh, you're shaking your head. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last year we had a 48% increase, and we are seeing similar numbers this year. So that means we are, and we are low on some areas. So we're going to be going well into next week uh, doing some. So you, still rappers, you still we need wrappers. You still need. So we are still recruiting. So you know, I ask people just to keep an eye on our website, and we just add shifts as we need them. But you know, we still have we bought about another 20% to go.
0: Uh, it's going to be a, an intense next next couple of weeks, as you're right. Even after delivery day, it doesn't at, always end after delivery day. There will be a few other people who will apply or a few more things that gets done to, to wrap it up before Christmas.
1: We're going to work really hard to make sure that everyone who needs help is going to get help before Christmas.
0: You can help. Mm-hmm. Chedville, 587-855-1821 is a phone number to call. 587-855-1821. I guess, Angel, you can go to the website as well. It's more fun to ring the phones and talk to a human being and share your story and tell them why you're donating. But
1: I agree. You can definitely call, but you can also go online. And santasanonymous.ca, you can find all the information there. You know, the toys that we need, how to volunteer, make a donation. It's, you know, one-stop shop. We have heard the phones ring a couple of times, but you're putting the volunteers to work. They're putting stickers on. Something, what are they doing, Angel? Right now, they're preparing those family labels. So, you know, we talk about building the gift package in this room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those labels actually tell us everything we need to know to actually create a bag that is somebody's Christmas. Mm
0: Uh, Angel, we'll see you throughout the morning. You're going to be here all through the day for Santa's Day here on 630 Chet. She Chad.
1: probably doesn't even leave. There must be an yeah. office somewhere with it's a bed a, there's a cot.
0: There's a cot back <laughs> in the corner.
1: It's the, the teddy bears from Teddy Bear Toss. It's a uh, great bed for us. Oh, I can only imagine. All right. Thanks so much, Angel. Angel Benedict, Executive Director of 630 Chet, Santa's Anonymous.